Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. Every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beavermount, Ontario is pretty much the same. Folks are polite. There's a hockey game that evening. And someone gets brutally murdered. Sorry About the Murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to season one now by typing Sorry About the Murder into your favorite podcast app. Ah, ben là! I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. After arriving back home to Cheerio, Nacho, and a tied-up Samir, the boys use a little magic to renegotiate Thomas's lease. A dejected Samir leaves, and Thomas discovers he has received a callback for the pocket full of dead fish. The entire group then heads off toward the autograph theater, where they use a little deception, and while waiting their turn, Thomas spies his nemesis, Ryan Crabapple, along with his girlfriend. You remember her? Cindy, the nurse from the hospital when Dot was murdered. The same nurse who vowed to meet Thomas again. I do declare, Your Honor is back in session. Ma'am, are you here for the callback? No, but uh, my boyfriend is. This room is only for the auditioners, ma'am. Oh, don't worry. I'll just be watching. Uh, whatever. I know people who just watch. I'm gonna go get Nacho. Cheerio? Cheerio. Cheerio. That's a little offensive, but I get it. I'm sorry, I just, I'm bad with names. It's okay, doppelgangers do look very, very similar. Identical, you might say. I'm bad with names. Yeah, uh, you head outside and you see uh, Cheerios there, like, having a very excited conversation with the tiefling at the desk, who looks like they're struggling to stay awake. I'm gonna gonna walk over to them and like, hey, Cheerio, why don't you actually come in here and just uh, hang tight, you know? Keep on, keep on walking. No, sorry, the the room is only for the auditioners. I, I, I know, I'm sorry, it's just like, um... If I leave him out here, he's going to talk your ear off, and I'm just trying to help you out. So if he just comes in here, and we'll just put him in a corner, it'll be absolutely fine. we will just draw something. She, like, holds eye contact with you and goes, Yeah, yeah, you're right. Go ahead. Right this way, bud. Cool, great. And as you guys walk back towards the audition room, you see the tiefling, like, just immediately passes out with their head on their arms like a kid at school. Audition dates are long, man. Yeah, apparently. How's it going in there? I'll make ghosts. There's a decent amount of people, you know. Um, seems pretty cool. Great. So, what now? And you guys walk into the room. And 
you see Thomas, Nacho, you see the orc, the bugbear, and the woman in the nurse's scrubs. You know, I'm not entirely sure. We're just going to hang out um, until names get called, and then we'll see how it goes from there. Okay, well, uh, break your legs. And Cheerio sits down. Um, I'm going to walk to the chain devil yeah. um, and very discreetly say to him, I'm like, hi, when um, they come back out and call our names, can you have them refer to me as uh, Mr. T instead of using my full name, please? Mr. T. Sorry, that's uh, it's protocol. We have to use your union name. I see. Uh, even if it's my preferred name? Yeah. Aw, that doesn't seem very considerate of you, Mr. Chain Devil. I'll see what I can do. Thank you, that's all I ask. I'm gonna go back and sit down. (laughs) Roll a persuasion for me. (laughs) 16. Okay. A very long time passes. Ryan Crabapple is in the audition room for a good long while. Eventually, he returns, and he goes, Oh, that was marvelous! And he runs over to the woman in the scrubs. And the goblin has followed him out, whispers something in the chain devil's ear. And then the chain devil gets up and goes, Thomas Mr. T. I'm going to walk right up without saying anything. Go ahead. Just uh, follow them into the room. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. (laughs) You walk into the room. The goblin follows you there, closes the door behind you, and you see the same three people behind the desk. You see the gibbering mouther sitting there going... (laughs) The tiefling who is looking slightly sleepy, but still aware, and the were-rat who is, like, just amped. And as you walk in, the were-rat looks at you, and he goes, oh, my God, it's the uh, Thomas guy, right? That's me, the Thomas guy. Good to see you again. How you doing, my guy? And he, like, slaps you five. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm so good. We're so excited to see you. We're so excited to do the callback with you. Um, Do you bring bring a, a, a headshot resume this time? Oh, oh, I must have left it behind again. Oh, um, you're so tricky, guy. I like the way you work. You're so, you like, you give us denial. You don't give us what we want. It's, it's very interesting the way you're, you're so crazy. You take big risk. Next time for sure it will be in your hands, I assure you. Oh, uh, that's what they all say, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, so are you ready? You're reading from James, yeah? We want you for James? Yes, correct. Okay, James is a pretty cool guy. You know everything about James? Um, well, uh, in this scene that I'm about to read, can you give me a little little context, a little... Yeah, he hands you a sheet of paper with a monologue, and he says, Okay, so James, in this scene, you know, you're real sad, uh, because your daddy, he die, and he go away to the sea, uh, and the person you love, you know, she's up there, Julia, she helped you, so it's a little bit melancholy, you know, you... You are in love with Julia, but you don't know Julia loves you, and your daddy's dead, and your daddy, he like, uh, he hold you back a lot on the artistic, and he make you feel bad, and so you are confessing to your daddy the love, okay? Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. Thomas, please roll a performance check for me. <laughs> I do not have that monologue memorized, so. And then look in the chat oh my God. of our meet. Here we go. <laughs> 17. 
So, Thomas, you've rolled a 17, which is pretty good. I want you to give me your best attempt at a 17 reading of this monologue. Cold read, go. Wait, let me read it real quick. No, no, it's cold, it's cold. No, let, let me ask the where rat. Uh, may I have a second to read? Uh, okay. One, go. Damn it. <laughs> Here I go. Give me real raw, give me the honest, give me enough feel in the moment, I like. The coldest read in history. Alright, here I go. Daddy. Oh dear, Daddy. How am I supposed to let you go? You're gone and I can still feel your presence. Penetrating gaze. Stench of krill. The sting of your palm on my cheek, dearest daddy. You've bruised me. Not just my flesh, but my soul. How does a soul heal? Can an invisible wound ever close, or do we bleed into the ether forever? You stole pieces of me with every fist, and now your fists have gone, but so are the pieces. To the sea. To rest. Who am I? Who am I without you? Am I free to do what I always wanted? Or have I just lost the excuse I hide behind? My body is here, but my spirit is lost. You've taken it with you. See? Daddy. Imagine if he just read that terribly, but it's like 17, so he's like, I love it. <laughs> oh my god, that is so good. You're so good at the raw, at the cold. I love it. It's like uh, I'm in the winter, and the winter is delicious. It's so incredible. What you guys think? And the gibbering mouth here goes, Very interesting choices. How do you have a skin suit you can wear? Uh, a skin suit? Yeah. What do you mean, like a... Like, naked? Yeah, like a skin on top of your bones. Or oh, oh. Do we oh. need to get you in makeup for that? I mean, whichever you prefer. Whichever is easier. I'm sure I could manage something. Okay, you see the tiefling starts taking some notes and goes... Um... What is, uh, sorry, since we don't have a resume for you, uh, what was the last play you worked on? Oh, just a little, um, indie project of far away from here. Uh, and first time in Opula, really, so, um. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Incredible. Okay, give me, do me a favor, okay? Okay? And the, the were-rat, like, climbs over the table and, like, comes over to you and puts his arm around your shoulder. And he goes, do read again, but pretend, uh, I want you to pace around the room, get the energy going. And then I want you to pretend that you are buried in the sand and uh, the tide is coming to swallow you, okay? The tide is rising and your head is sticking out and you need to say the monologue before the ocean drown you. And uh, the water is getting closer with every word and at the end of the monologue, the ocean completely covers you and you drown, okay? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Give me another performance roll. <laughs> this one's gonna be tough. The last one felt like a 17 out of 20, you know? Oh. Hee <laughs> hee. 24. Jeez. Give me your best 24 performance <laughs> of this monologue. Oh, Jesus. Following his direction. <laughs> Here we go. Daddy! Oh, dear daddy. How am I supposed to let you go? Emergency! You're gone and I can still feel your presence, your penetrating gaze. The, the water is coming. of krill. The sting of your palm on my cheek, dearest daddy. You've on your chin. Not just my flesh, but my soul. <laughs> How does a soul heal? Can it's it in your mouth. It's in your mouth. bleed into the ether forever. You've still pieces of me with every fist and now your fists have gone. But so are the pieces to the sea. To rest, who am I? You cannot breathe. You are chucking on the water. Excuse me, my body's here. My spirit's It's covering to your nose. To see, Daddy. Wow. Okay, very good. Thanks. Okay, get out. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> get out. <laughs> I would like to give Nicholas Palazzo a hand for this cult read. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you return to the room, and you find pretty much everything as you left it, unless, Tyronicus, did you do anything during this time? No, I've just been, like, chilling. I'm not, I'm not gonna cause any chaos. Yeah, you're chilling. You see Ryan Crabapple chilling there with, uh, presumably, his girlfriend. And, yeah, eventually Thomas is returned. He comes back into the room with the goblin. And the goblin goes up to the chain devil, whispers something. You see the chain devil looks at his list of paper, and he goes, okay. Nacho. Yeah. And Ryan Crabapple. He is. Follow them, please, into the room. And you see Nacho goes, okay, wish me luck. They break a leg, Nacho. Break a leg, dude. And Nacho shifts to look like his version of Jessica, the one that is really, really quite accurate. Tyronicus, it probably scares you a little bit because you were not anticipating this necessarily. Yeah, I'm a little weirded out. But you see Jessica with a slightly less of a green shade to her skin and a slightly less jagged crown of bone, but overall really quite accurate. And Nacho goes, here we go. I'll lean over to Thomas and be like, you think you know, they wouldn't recognize the author of the book? Nah. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be fine. Yeah. And they take them away. What do you guys do while you wait? It's absolutely ridiculous that Ryan Crabapple gets called in to read first with Nacho. He is a B-grade actor. C, even. I I don't know why he's even still here. It's a waste of time. called in to play the female role, too? Like, what is this guy? No, on? Nacho was. Ryan Crabapple Oh, Nacho. Was. No, Crabapple went in, too. Yeah, they're going to be reading together. Oh. I I think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, instead of a chemistry read, it just read like they were both going to go read. (laughs) 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 I'm not sure everything would be fine, you know? I mean... I mean, there are two roles, right? The one, the dad and the son. You guys went in for the son. I'm probably going to go in for the dad, to be honest with you. But I'll, I'm sure it'll be fine. Anyway, I'm going to go talk to Crabapple's girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> Tyronicus. Tyronicus, no. Like, no, Max, I'm just, you don't I'm just understand. Light conversation. Hi. How's it, go- how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm okay. What's your name? Cynthia. Hi, I'm Cynthia. I'm Tiro. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. You must be new. I've, I've never seen you around here. 
yeah, friends I'm, either. I'm I'm relatively new, you know. Fresh adventures, big city kind of thing, you know. Yeah, well, nice. I mean, a callback. It's pretty good. I mean, what can I say? Yeah. What part are you reading for? Um, the Daten. Oh, really? Yeah. You look a little young. I know. I mean, I could do a lot. Thank you. I'm actually, you know, good genes. What can I say? I guess you must be really good if, uh, if they called you back for the dad. I mean, I don't know about really good. Um, I think I'm okay, but yeah. I mean, it's not up to me. What about your friend over there, James? I'm, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. He's he's actually really good. What are what are all you guys' names? Uh, my name is Tiro. This is and I'm pointing at Thomas. <laughs> I'm gonna wave. <laughs> I don't know if he wants me to say his actual name. Uh, uh, that's my friend. <laughs> hi, my name's Mr. T. That, that's Mr. T. Good to meet um, you. And our other friend is Nacho. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, well, break a leg. I hope, uh, hey, if, if things go well, maybe, uh, I'll be, I'll be seeing you and, and Ryan in rehearsal, huh? I yeah, doubt um, that. I mean, no, <laughs> yeah, same to I'm you. I'm sorry, what was that? I, it's, uh, you're so nice. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, hopefully, definitely want, like to see you around more. I mean, because yeah. you seem like such a nice person. <laughs> I, I try to be. Uh, how does, how does a nice person like you end up with a guy like Ryan? Not to be either intrude or anything like that he just seems like kind of uh different to what do you mean i don't know he seems kind of, but not no offense he seems kind of like a dick hmm. i don't i don't know if it's just like that whole actor thing or something like that i don't know maybe it's just flamboyant and he rubs people and what off. gave you that impression Tarnica, stop she's evil stop um you know what I'm actually... No, I, sorry, sorry. It's cool. I just... I get a little defensive. No. Yeah, it's completely understandable. I'm sorry. People just can 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 really be a dick to Ryan sometimes, and he doesn't deserve it. He's, he's actually a really nice guy. Okay. <laughs> I beg to I mean, differ. Again, I, <clears throat> I don't really know the guy as just, like, first impressions kind of thing. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Cynthia, having heard what Thomas said, has uh, focused her gaze on you and goes... Mr. T, is it? I wonder who said that. That was really mean. <laughs> no one to the left of me. <laughs> I think it was that orc over there. The orc looks over and he goes, fucking amateurs. Right? Look how mean he is. Oh, no. James is a very good friend of ours. Oh. You, on the other hand, I've never seen before. Where'd you come from? Uh, just down the road. Huh. I like your jacket. Oh, thank you. I found it, and I liked it, so I kept it. Yeah? Uh-huh. It's a good color on you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Anyway, I was about to go to the machine. Can I get you, like, a drink or something? Oh, I'm, I'm quite all right, and she holds up her cup of coffee. Oh, no problem. Well, best of luck to Ryan, Um, and I'm sure you I'll see you guys around. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Oh, speaking of... Um, he got here late. I totally forgot to sign him in. Oh! And you see Cynthia walks over to the desk. Hold on, wait, 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 ma'am. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, sorry, give me just one second. Hold no, on. Wait, hold they on, called wait. his name without signing in? That's so strange. Yeah. Um, I will do that for you. Oh, it's okay. I got it. And she already has the pen in her hand. And begins writing on the sheet of paper. Ah. Uh, 
Isn't it? You can always go cast Minor Illusion before she touches the paper. She puts the pen down. It's too late. And goes, here we go. And sits down at her seat. And uh, what's your name? What are you reading for? Pointing at Cheerio. And Cheerio goes, hi, I'm Cheerio. I don't, uh, I'm not reading for anything. Have I ever read before? I don't know. I'm only a couple of days old. Um, in- interesting. I'm sorry, he's, our friend's a little eccentric. Cheerio, why don't we go this way, bud? Okay. And he follows you up. That's it. That's all I get. <laughs> okay. Thomas, a good while passes in the room, and eventually Ryan comes back in, and he immediately runs to Cynthia, and he goes, Oh my god, baby, it was so good! Oh! And he sits down, and he starts telling Cynthia some story. And then you see the goblin again whispers to the chain devil, and the chain devil gets up and he goes, Mr. T. That's me. <laughs> Please, uh, head back to the room. Thank you. And you follow the goblin out. You head into the room and you see Nacho there as Jessica, or should I say Julia, Julia Fletcher. <laughs> and he looks at you and he goes, Oh my God, Thomas. This is going so well. Turns out I'm the only one here for Julia. Oh, man. Um, Excuse me. Oh, man. That is really weird to hear your voice as Jessica. Ooh, very creepy. But that's awesome, Nacho, that things are looking good for you. Yeah. Anyway, so, um. And uh, the were-rat comes up to you and he goes, oh, my God. Thomas Guy, listen, you're doing such a good job. We want to read for you again. So I'm going to give you a new side, and you're going to read with your friend here, okay? Uh, okay. Sounds good. Okay. I give to you now, and uh, he hands you a piece of paper. Thomas, roll another performance check for me. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> 21. Damn. Your performance checks are out of this world, my guy. My charisma is quite high. That's shocking. Yeah, right? I'm attaching the rest of the song. Oh my god. <laughs> so, give me a 21-worthy read of this scene with your good buddy Nacho. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay. Ready? Just let it flow again. I like it when you are cold. Don't get too warm, okay? We perform in winter. Okay. Just kidding. This play goes up in spring, but you know what I mean. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> okay. Go. You can't let him make every decision for you. He's my father. And that's exactly why he should want the best for you. He's got no one else in his life. You don't have to leave. I have to be here for him. It's your life. Just because he regrets his doesn't mean you should feel guilty about living yours. What about Marina? The <laughs> Marina. Get it right, please. <clears throat> what about the Marina? Oh, that old thing it basically runs itself. And we both know that old man is too stubborn to kick the bucket anytime soon. He'll have to adapt. Maybe hire a fresh set of eyes? Bring in new ideas? How do you do it, Julia? Do what? You're just so sweet, so caring, so selfless. No matter what life throws your way, you always lead with kindness. I feel like everyone has a capacity for darkness, but... I couldn't picture you hurting a fly. You'd be surprised what we're capable of. I just try to treat others the way I'd want to be treated. I love you. Do you mean that? I love you. 
Now, Mr. Thomas Guy, answer my question. Do you love Do you love Little Nacho Guy? Yes, I do love you Little love Nacho. Him? I How love much do you love him. So you much. You want to give him a kiss? Yes. You want to give him a hug? Yes. Do you want? Oh, are you? Do you are you attracted to him? Uh. He, yes. Do you want you want to do sexy times with him? <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah. <laughs> okay, Mr. Nacho, how you feel? Um, I don't know that I'm quite comfortable with all of that. Oh, thank God, Nacho. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so Mr. Thomas guy, you just you just tell Nacho uh, you love him, and Nacho did not love you back like that. So how did how did that make you feel? Hurt. Okay, so show me. I want do the exercise. I want you both to look at each other, and I want you to say I love you back and forth. Okay. Okay. Who starts? You start. <laughs> All right. Ready, Nacho? Yeah. I love you. 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 Nacho gives you a kiss. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Sorry, I'm so. Are you? Are you okay? We can't be doing that kind of thing in here. Okay. Um. Er, is little. Is everyone okay? Feeling comfortable? Are we okay? I feel good. Yeah, he does. He loves that. He he loves little Nacho guy. You feel very good. Good job, Thomas. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Goodbye. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And then shortly after, you see Nacho comes out and he transforms back into his normal state. And he catches up with you in the hallway on the way back to the waiting room. And he goes, hey, sorry, they, they told me to get the fuck out of there, too. How'd that go for you? <clears throat> you you mean the, the scene or? No, just everything. <laughs> um, It was... Interesting, mm-hmm. but uh, I had fun. In in a, yeah, no, in in a good way. I I, I liked yeah. it. D- did you did you like what the we did the scene? I enjoyed it. Are you, yeah, you you happy with it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. Your kissing needs some work, but like <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, th- thank thanks for the. I've feedback. had worse, unfortunately. You're you're teeth are a little dry what they're i'm a skeleton like what do you want from me moisturize i mean it was still it was nice though all right for you know uh i'm sure it looked nice on the stage relax nacho it's not a big deal okay and you head back into the room eventually you're there and they call ryan and james ryan crabapple james shoveler and you see the orc and Ryan head in. A long while passes. Eventually, James comes back and he calls up Tony Liebkin. The bugbear walks over and they take him in. Eventually, Ryan returns to the room. 
The goblin whispers, and at this point, it's probably been half an hour, if not longer. And the chain devil gets up and he goes, Mr. T. Oh, that's me. Hello. All right. This is significantly more boring than I thought it would be, so I'll see you later, Thomas. I'm going to go talk to a man about a dog. Bye. <laughs> Nacho, you coming? Or cheerio. Uh, sure. What do you, what do you mean talk to a man about a dog? Uh, you'll, you'll see when we get there. Um, okay. And as you guys begin walking out, Tyronicus, you bump into a were-rat in the hallway <laughs> who seems to be coming out of the bathroom, and he looks at you and goes, Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, man. That's completely my fault. What you are doing here, little guy? Um, I was here to audition, but, you know, it's kind of boring, so I'm just going to For leave. us? You're here to read for us? Yeah. I don't remember you. I mean, you. I heard about it. I thought it'd be really cool, but, you know. Yeah, I know. It's really cool. You want to do art? You want to fuck? Uh, yeah, I want to do art. I think it'd be cool. Okay. What part you want to read for? Uh, whatever part you want me to read for. There's, like, a dad. There's, like, a son. I don't know if there's an uncle or something. Uh, not really. You want to read for daddy? Yeah, sure. Okay, come with me. Okay. He leads the way, and Thomas, you see Tyronicus following Tommy Were-Rat uh, on the way to the room. <laughs> I'm just looking back at Thomas like, I don't know. All right. <laughs> and the goblin kind of motions for you to follow them, so all four of you basically scurry your way to the room. And as Tommy walks in, he goes, Tony, get the fuck out. You see the bugbear looks up and he goes, oh, but I was told to wait. Yeah, I have somebody else I need to read. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, you can't keep doing this. We, Who is this? Uh, uh, I'm Tiro. Tiro, okay. I, Tyronicus. Tyronicus, sorry. Tyro, okay, Tyronicus, did you read for us? I did not, but uh, that's what I'm doing now. Oh my god, you guys are so crazy about the rules. Just have fun. Make the art. Jesus. Yeah, man, it's art. It's free-forming. Uh, For it's serious. Okay, here. Here's the piece of paper. Everybody read the good job, okay? My god. Both of you give me a performance roll. <laughs> Ooh, 11. 23. Holy shit, okay. I gotta give it 11. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the most mid-performance you've ever had. Okay, Tyronicus... I need you to give me the best performance you can fucking muster. Oh my god. Thomas, I want middling from you. Sweet. As Tommy hands you some sheets of paper and he goes, Okay, you guys ready to be real? You ready to do cold? Yes, I'm ready for cold. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here you go. Blow me away. <coughs> and what's this? It's a painting, Dad. What are you, a woman? Men can paint two dead. Why are you wasting your time on this shit? I'm not wasting my time, I... The tiefling reads the stage directions. Berg slaps James across the face. James begins to cry. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Tyronicus, do you actually slap? I just slap this shit, I backhand this shit out of Thomas. Thomas, your head spins around like the skull just flying in circles. When it stops, I look dead into Tiro's eyes, furious. <laughs> The gibbering mother goes, whoa, 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 whoa. And you see Tommy where Rat is now standing on the desk. And he, like, because he's, like, covering the gibbering mother's different mouths as he tries to protest. He goes, and he goes, shh, they're doing the art. I, uh, daddy. Grow the fuck up, Jimmy. And I just, like, storm out the room. Berg exits. James begins to wash over his painted landscapes of the marina with white paint. I love you, Daddy. 
I love you. <laughs> to our audience at home, I'm sorry, that was not a 23. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy goes, okay, very good. Latiro guy, you really impressed me. You did a good job. Thank you. Uh, Tommy guy, listen, we uh, the Toms, we gotta stick together and I don't know, you didn't really do it for me. I need you to Okay, new game. Ready? Ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. James, you are going to try to leave the room. Uh Bird, you gotta try stop him. You do whatever you need with your body, you stop him. You can't use your hands, you have to check him with your body, you tackle him to the ground, whatever you gotta do. I I need you guys to be more physical, more aggressive, okay, James? This is very important. You are fighting for your life here. So I can use anything except my heads. Yeah. Okay. Tiro, <laughs> don't you fucking dare. <laughs> okay, uh, I will leave it up to you guys to describe the actions you're taking when you're taking them. Go ahead and give me those performance rolls. That was better, 17. That's another 23. Jesus, okay, give me good performances, but have at it with this direction. <laughs> so I'm gonna like... Stroll in front of him, in front of like the walkway, with my arms crossed. I'm like, and what's this? I'm gonna walk stage left. It's a painting, Dad. I'm gonna walk in front of him. Like, what are you, a woman? Men can paint too, Dad. I'm gonna try running stage right. <laughs> Why are you wasting your time on this shit? I'm gonna snap my fingers and cast pads. <laughs> Thomas, roll a uh, a strength saving throw. Nine. Nah, he's pants. Your pants, Thomas. You fall on your face. I'm gonna try to stand back up and, and hop away from him. I'm not wasting my time, I- Berg slaps James across the face. James begins to cry. I'm going to smack him while he's like hobbling. Knock him down. I, and I'm gonna try to crawl away very quickly. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> we get over there, we're gonna grab by the back of his neck and push head to me. Like, Call the fuck up, Jimmy. And just like throw him back down. <laughs> Berg exits. James begins to wash over his painted landscapes of the marina with white paint. I'm just gonna curl up in a ball. I love you, daddy. I love you. You see? That's the good stuff. You do the real crazy things. That's very good. That's real. Real physical challenge. I'm good director. You're you're a great director. Yeah. You're yeah. a guy actor. Tommy guy, you do better. No, Tommy, Tommy, you're doing great. He's doing, he's doing fine. Yeah. Th Tiro, Tyrannicus. Crazy good job. I like you, man. Thank you, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Both of you, get the fuck out. Gladly. Okay. The help. <laughs> Tom is up. And I'm like, you're right, buddy. Don't touch me. <laughs> I'm gonna storm away. <laughs> with my pants down. <laughs> okay. Like, Thomas, I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. I was just having so much fun. I get in the moment. Is that was your idea like, of fun. Is this, is this what improv around? is like? No, that's not acting. That's not improv. You were assaulting me, T-Row. I mean... To be fair, my entire life has gone upside down ever since the day that I met you, so I think this is kind of comeuppance. <laughs> it's fine. You did a good job, Tiro. Thank you. You did an amazing job, Thomas. I, I really felt that you were in pain and that you wanted to cry. You're a great actor. I was in pain. Uh, well, that's even better acting, I guess. You really felt those emotions. I'm impressed. I'm walking away from you. <laughs> We're halfway there. What are you doing, half-bro? Uh it's not incest if you turn the sound off. This, this is the Halftime Pad. With Nikki B. 
No, I'm fine. Just getting in the spoopy mood for this season. I do like a little roleplay. No, not like that. I, I mean, okay. Sometimes like that. But I like... I mean, I like to roleplay on, on the tabletop. You know, play some tabletop roleplaying games. You know, uh, TTRPGs. And I hear there's some special TTRPGs out there. Something... Beyond D&D. &D. Which, coincidentally enough, is the title of our new bonus series. That's right, folks. Drimbus has a new series called Beyond D&D, &D, where the crew explores new TTRPG systems and adventures. This month, we're kicking the series off with Morkborg, a delightfully dark and sinister system. In fact, the first episode is always for free at patreon.com slash Drimbus. So get a taste and see if it's up your alley. You know what? Yeah, just check it out right now. No one can know I am here. But, but you are here. And we know. So does that mean we have to die because we know you are here? No, no. Carva, we must become no one. Oh, I see. On the contrary. I think I have a way to prevent your execution. Well, that would be most appreciated. What I'm about to share with you cannot leave these walls. The walls in the cell or the walls in the entire dungeon? In the castle, in fact. Okay, so they can leave our cell to the next cell, but not... If you want to talk semantics, yes. And is it is is it? I'm I'm confused. Are you giving us like an item that cannot leave this place, or is it like information? I am giving you a quest. Oh, but it's a quest that has to lie within the boundaries of the it castle. It is sensitive information. Oh, okay, okay. I, if you would allow me to finish my prepared speech, I would really appreciate it. It, it, it was very dramatic and very well prepared. Um, <laughs> basically. Ah, hey, there you are. So, while we're showing our own products, might as well let you know. We've got some new spoopy merch up on drimbus.com slash merch. It, it says to do that in the script. Go check out some of our haunted designs like the Frank and Drimbus and the Tony the Pony in a bed sheet. Personally, I'm a big fan of the stickers. And... If you're looking for some spoopy TTRPG content, perfect for the Hallow's Eve season, check out that first episode for free at patreon.com slash Drimbus. And if you're into it, consider signing up and joining these beautiful people. Gotta just get my breath back for a sec. <sighs> okay, here we go. Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Victoria Madrid, Greta Benier, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Emrys Craig, Regina Russell, Morgan Holly, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Enemy Rogue, John Chalette, Chloe G, Connor and DVD, NB Star, Steve B. Keys, Doubtful Guests, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Mythmouse, Will Woodwall, Kelly Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Punky Goat, Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, Stan Sitzman, Kia Green, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesner, Dan Ruth, Anatos. See you next week.
All right. And you guys enter the waiting room, and Nacho looks at you and he goes, How'd it go? I think it went well. Yeah? Yeah. It was fine. I can't believe you got in there. Great job, Tiro. Thanks. I mean, I was just trying to leave, so that makes it even better. Uh, speaking of, I think Cheerio's talking to that that uh, tiefling at the reception desk again. I mean, she was kind of attractive. Um, I should probably go check on them, though. Yeah, maybe. Do you think we're almost done? It's kind of late. You know, I'm not sure. It was my first audition. Cynthia seems to have been listening. Goes, I'm sure we almost are. Cool. How'd it go, Mr. T? It went swell. Mm. Thank you for asking. Yep, seems like it went well. I'm just completely oblivious to whatever's going on. An admirable first try. I hope you guys will come watch the show and it's up. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think I, I thought I did pretty well, so maybe. I'll go the same night you're going. I mean, thanks. <laughs> anyway. Now what? Checking on Cheerio. Okay. Yeah, you go out and Cheerio seems to be deep explaining something to the receptionist at the desk who is barely even awake. So, like, there are these things that I read about the other day on, like, a newspaper. They're called Mancy Coins, and it's, like, it's, it's like, currency, but it's magic. It's, like, energy that's stored in, like, these things, and it's, like, super crazy. And the thing is, it's worth more than, like, regular money. So, like, you could you could give a gold piece, and you could get a Mancy Coin, and then the Mancy Coins, the price changes, they fluctuate, and they go up and they go down, and it's, like, it's really crazy, all this stuff. And, uh, oh, hey. Hi, Tira, why don't you come talk to me about these Mancy Coins? I'm sure our friend here is very busy. Okay, cool. And Chiro comes with me. And as you guys enter the room, you're entering at the same time as the goblin is. Mm. And the goblin whispers in the chain devil's ear. And then the chain devil stands up. You hear all the chains clattering and goes, Thank you all so much for coming. You should be hearing from us this coming week. Have a good night. Oh, that was, that was fast. Okay. And uh, you see everyone starts to pack their stuff up. The bugbear and the orc seem to be a little slower than usual. They're packing stuff away. They both have very similar satchels. And Ryan throws a coat over his shoulder, like holding it by two fingers. Cynthia bundles back up in her coat, and they go to walk out. And he goes, very nice seeing you all, just to the room in general. And he goes, best of luck. May the best man win. And he turns on his heel and like snooty walks out. And Cynthia comes up to all of you, and she goes, Well, I hope you guys had a good uh, first audition experience, and I hope I'll be seeing you guys around some more. Yeah, hopefully, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice talking to you. Yeah. It was good seeing you again, Mr. Phelps. Ah! And she walks out of the room. Fuck. Like, what was that about? We had a little run-in a while ago when we were trying to help Dot save her life, and I may have said one or two things that weren't quite agreeable to her. Um, none of it was wrong. I didn't lie to her. She just can't take criticism, apparently. So, hmm. Some people can, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. Um, anyway, about this dog. <laughs> what dog? So, the same place where I got Rainbow from... They had, like, this really cool dog there that I kind of wanted to get, but I didn't really have the money for it. I just wanted to see if he was still there. Absolutely not. We have enough animals. We have two horses. You wouldn't want a dog? Do you think they're still open? It's kind of late. Yeah, you know, they can always go back at a different time. You're right. You're absolutely right. Maybe we can all go in the morning and we can get a pet for everyone. Maybe. Not for everyone. Not for anyone. We're not getting a pet. We're going home and we're sleeping. (sighs) Fine. I'm going to walk 
towards my apartment. Cheerio, I'm like, we uh, go in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Cheerio <laughs> was already staying behind to whisper in your ear, and he goes, yeah, I really want that dog. Yeah, me too. Okay. Cheerio, like, holds out a hand to give you five. I'm real high five. Like, okay. Cheerio's my boy. And you guys head home. By the time you're getting home, you went to the auditions at about eight. So by the time you're getting home, it is like nearly midnight. It's pretty late. You guys are tired. You've been traveling for a long time. But sure enough, you make it back to the apartment. And the four of you are now looking at this small cramped space, deciding how to divvy up the Murphy bed. And Nacho goes, Cheerio and I have been sharing it while you guys were away, but it might be a little tight for all four of us. You're right, and I'm going to take my rightful place in my bed. <laughs> uh, what else is in there? There's a desk and a bookshelf and a little kitchenette. Oh, jeez. I'm like, oh, that's great. I'm just going to plop on the bed. <laughs> it's like, you know, we really should renovate this place. Make it expand it a little bit. Yeah, probably. I guess we can, uh, we can just lay down here on the floor and Cheerio grabs like a blanket and lays it down on the ground and he goes I guess this will do for now Nacho yeah I guess so uh good night Thomas good night Nacho and and also every Tyronicus and Cheerio Nacho why are you being weird I don't know I guess I'm just nervous uh I'm excited to hear back I feel like it went pretty well I think we did great we have nothing to fear did anything happen between you guys in that room Nacho kissed me, and now he's acting all weird about it. I'm not. I'm, Is this something that we should, like, unpack? Or? I'm not being weird. It's it's fine. It's totally fine. And I... It was acting, Nacho. It meant nothing. All right. What are you doing down there? There's a... No. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> no, you hear him knocking at the door. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 like in public, dude. Uh, no. I'm gonna go like, Who is it? <sighs> I'll go answer the door. You open the door, and you see. Uh, roll a nature check for me. Uh, seventeen. You open the door, and you see three tools in, like, black, like, robbers getup, turtlenecks, and, like, gloves and little beanies. And tools are these aberrations. They kind of look like crustaceans. They have four legs. They have, like, chitinous shells and these tentacles that stick out of their mouth. And these two big pincers. And the moment you open the door, that first tool immediately lunges at you with those pincers. Roll for initiative. Oh, yeah. Close the door. <laughs> four. Fifteen. Thomas, the tool is immediately going to move at you with its pincer. What is your armor class? 14. Okay, it rolls an 18 to hit. You take 10 bludgeoning damage as this pincer just clasps you like right across the sternum with one attack. And then a second one, he only rolls a nine, which misses. He goes to pinch at you again, and you bash it with your forearm, wiping him down. But the tool grabs you and pushes you deeper into the apartment, and the two behind it then fill in alongside with it. Jeez. Thomas, you are currently grappled by the one that has you. Uh. Uh, and they're just going... <laughs> as it grabs you. Help. Nacho's going to see this go, oh, oh, shit. Um, uh... And he is just going to run and try and slam at the tool that is holding on to 
Thomas and bashes it for six points of damage. And he goes, let my dad go. Or, uh, but the tool seems determined to hold you in its grasp, Thomas. Next up, Tyronicus. What the hell is going on? Who are you guys? And I'm going to cast poison spray at the one on top of Thomas. Go for it. I'm like, Thomas, hold your breath. <clears throat> so you got to roll a constitution save of 17. Okay. 21. Well, Tronicus snaps his fingers, like shake his hands a little bit, kind of like makes an okay sign and blows through it as this like green spray comes out, like spreads over the tool. Yeah, you do that and you see that spray coat the tool's chitinous armor, but it does not seem to affect it in any way, shape or form. Next up is Cheerio and Cheerio is going to see what Nacho did and go, I'm helping! This time we're attacking for good! He runs up and is going to also do his slams. Oh my god, my dice hate you today. He goes to slam on the tool that is holding Thomas, and he just bangs his fists on its chitinous armor, and it does not budge. Jeez. Next up, Thomas. Uh, I'm gonna try to kick out of the grapple. Roll a strength check for me to try and escape. 15. Okay, yeah. Describe how you escape the grapple. I'm gonna put both my little skeleton legs on the tool's chest and kick out. Okay, yeah, you do so, and you feel the spikes of the pincer scrape your bones as you kick your way out. But you land on the ground and you have successfully escaped. Huh. Next up are the tools. That one is going to try and grab you immediately again. Does an 18 hit? Yes. And then a critical failure. Ooh. So you take nine points of bludgeoning damage as you're on the ground and it pincers you down like into the ground. But then he tries to headbutt you. Oof. But your bony head is so hard that you kind of dent the chitin a little bit. And he damages himself for seven points of damage. And he goes... Ha-ha. The other two tools are going to come in, and one of them is going to bend down over you, Thomas, while you are grappled, and is going to lower its tentacles onto your skull. Ah. Roll a constitution saving throw. 13. Yeah, it lowers its tentacles and tries to stick them to your skull, but it can't quite find any purchase. And then it looks up, like, confused to the other tool, uh, the third one that's free, and it goes... And the tool goes... And like scurries over to you, and that one is gonna try and lower its tentacles onto your face. Roll another Constitution saving throw. Fifty. Shit. Okay. Yeah. It tries to like stick its its tentacles on you, and it just can't quite find purchase. It goes, and they're both just looking at each other, going, Aha. like raising their claws in confusion. Next up is Nacho. Nacho is going to try to free you again. The tool that has you pinched down. Nacho just fucking punches him across the face. And he does 10 points of damage with a big meaty fist. Jeez. And you see the chitin dents, and one of the tentacles actually slops off and falls on your face, Thomas. Ah. <clears throat> Take that. Tyronicus, it is your turn. All right, let's try something new. <laughs> Tyronicus cracks his fingers together. Snaps his finger. He's gonna cast Polymorph. <gasps> but then I'm gonna use my font of magic. I'm gonna use Twin. I'm gonna use two sorcery points. It's gonna cast it on each of them. All three of them? All three. Holy shit. What do they have to do? It's a wisdom save of 17. If they can't beat it, they're gonna get transformed into mice. Oh my god. 
Tiro's a little OP over here. <laughs> Tiro, roll a d20 bar. That's an eight. Okay, Tiro, the next time you barter for trade or purchase, you have an advantage on one check. Yeah! That's exactly what I want. So you snap your fingers, and all three of the tools turn into gerbils. Quick, grab them! Uh, uh, okay, I'll grab two. <laughs> They're scurrying away. They're trying to get away from you. I'm gonna jump on one. Okay, uh, roll a dexterity contest. Okay. 19. Damn, okay, you grab that one. Yes. Chirio and Nacho are each gonna try to grab one. Chirio rolls a critical failure, and he does that cartoon, like, dive, and then smacks his face as one of the gerbils scurries under the Murphy bed. And Nacho... Nacho captures the second gerbil. We just gotta get this third one. I got it. Uh... There's one under the bed. All right, well, let's get a box. Let's put these guys in there, and then we got to catch this other one. Okay. Uh, shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door. Yeah, Cheerio shuts the door, and you see he runs and grabs a box. It looks like it was art supplies at one point, and he helps Nacho and Thomas put them in the box and puts a lid on it. All right, why don't we all just take a side of the bed, and then uh, I'll, like, lift it up, and then... Well, Tyronicus, I don't think you can do this because you have to concentrate. I do have to concentrate. All right. Okay, I'll so, go grab so it. So why don't each of you take a side of the bed? One of you lifts it while the other two try to get him. Okay. Okay, I'll lift it. Nacho, Thomas, go. All right. Here we go. I got a five. Oh my god, it rolled a 22 on its dexterity. Oh my god. So it scurries away uh, towards the kitchen net. Ah, I'm gonna die for it in the kitchen. Okay. Holy shit. I'm sorry, I've rolled three 19s in a row. I got a six. Shit. You dive and you smash your head into a cabinet. Doosh. I got it. And Cheerio dives and captures it. You have 10 seconds. Put it in the box, please. Uh, okay, here, here, here. He opens the lid and he just barely puts it in in time. I'm just gonna throw the box out of the window. Ah! Uh, Thomas, I'm gonna assume your window's not open, right? No, it's not open. I'm like, open the window! Why? They rolled a 13 on their check. Okay, they open the window. As you toss the box out the window, you see the rats begin, their bones crunch, their skin hardens, it begins to expand as they begin to turn back into tools. And because they are in the box, it just fucking explodes. Into a spray of red mist that like splatters out onto the street below. Well, did we just murder them? They murdered themselves. Tiro! I, they can't. I don't know what they were wanted. We couldn't even ask him. Nacho turns around from the window, and you see his like gray expressionist doppelganger face is just dripping in blood. <laughs> Should probably get washed up, bud. I'm gonna march outside my door, and I'm gonna knock on Samir's door. Samir. Is anyone going with him? Yeah, I'll go. So Samir lives in the basement. So you're heading to the basement. Yes. Okay. This was not part of the plan. <laughs> Thomas, roll a constitution saving throw. Oh no. Six. Thomas, you feel something blast your back as you walk towards your stairs, and you feel this sense of cold emanate throughout you. And as it does, you feel your non-existent muscles stiffen, and you suddenly can't move your bones as you fall flat on your face. Oh no. What is going on? Tyronicus, as you turn, you see a very, very slender elf with perfectly quaffed light gray hair, slightly jaundiced skin, and a long draping purple coat 
with small rectangular spectacles sitting on his very sharp pointed nose as he holds an outstretched hand in the direction of Thomas. Uh, hello. Hi. Who are you and what is going on here? Hmm. Roll a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. Is he casting a spell? Yep. Counter spell. I'm gonna snap my finger like, nah, nah, nah. You wag your finger, nah, at the counter spell, and he like vigorously shakes his head, ah, and casts, uh, reacts with counter spell right back at you. Shit. And roll that constitution saving throw for me. Uh, 17. Okay, you take 14 points of cold damage. Jesus. As this blast hits you in the chest and like literally freezes you, and then you stiffen up as well and fall on your back, paralyzed. As you guys are paralyzed, the elf is going to walk over you and say, Mr. Thomas Phelps, you're a coveted man. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps and TJ Berry as Tyrannicus. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. 
Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found.